When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This girlfriend lost uh, lost a boatload of money last night. I don't know about you guys. Uh, we've got Jake and Ty producing the show, I'm sure, as you already know, because uh, they were working with Dave uh, in his show that just ended. I'm with you for four hours. That's right. So buckle up. We've got a boatload of guests. Um, and thank goodness we do, uh, which I'm excited uh, to uh, to have on the program. A lot of Rangers talk as we get you ready for the Rangers uh, Canes game later on tonight. The Garden, if you're heading there, kudos to you, man. What a great ticket that is. That's exciting. So Kristen Shelton is going to be joining us in about 30 minutes. She covers all things NHL for ESPN. You see her all over the ESPN airwaves. So she's going to be joining us at 1230 with a little Rangers preview. Um, also, Greg Wyshynski was on with me yesterday, the puck daddy. We always want to hear from him and what he thinks about uh, this up-and-coming game tonight for the Rangers. So we'll hear from him in our second hour. Also, Nick Friedel, who uh, has been uh, covering the Heat Boston series. Uh, he was in Boston last night. Uh, not a lot of sleep, but has been kind enough to join us in our third hour at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. What knee injury for Jimmy Butler. That's what I say. That's what I ask. 47 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. I mean, seriously, I played the under at 23 and a half points last night for Jimmy Butler. (laughs) I laid the nine points last night for the Boston Celtics. Ty, I I know you're a big NBA fan. Uh, Do you blame me? I mean, did you expect this type of outcome? I didn't. Yeah, he had been averaging, what, nine points since the end of game two. Uh, leading up until last night, but then decided to have the single best game of his career uh, on the road in Boston in their biggest game of the season. So excited about what tomorrow is going to bring. How about this, Anita? Jason Tatum versus Jimmy Butler for the Larry Bird Trophy because they got these uh, tr- mm. new new uh, hardware for winners of both the conferences. So uh, the winner of that game is going to get the trophy, the Larry Bird Trophy. So that should be pretty cool. Unbelievable, really. Uh, Got to tip your hat. Unbelievable performance to Jimmy Butler. And, and listen, not to, not to say that Jimmy Butler doesn't have the ability to do what he did last night. And as Ty mentioned, career playoff game, uh, one for the ages. S- specifically, no hero. Hero was, was uh, announced inactive prior to the game. We know what a vital part he is to their offense and how their offense is, is, is run, that's for sure. Uh, Lowry had 18 points, 10 assists. Um, but to go into Boston on a night where Boston could have closed out the series. In fact, Draymond Green was on TNT last night. And I'm curious. I want, I'm going to pose this question for Nick Verdell when he joins us at 2 o'clock today. And, and I'm curious to get your thoughts, Ty and Jake. Did, um, did Draymond Green's comments on TNT fuel a little extra fire? For the Miami Heat, they saw they you know they these dudes they're watching TNT, they're watching ESPN, they're watching all this programming inside their locker room before they come out for the game. And um, actually, a few of them post game said, "Yeah, there you go, Draymond. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, Draymond, be careful what you wish for." Um, 
You know, it's or or maybe you know, here's an maybe Draymond did it on purpose because he'd rather take on a Miami Heat team. I'll be honest with you. I think if the Miami Heat advance, I think the Golden State Warriors win another championship. If the Boston Celtics advance, I think that's a, that's that's a series that's going to go the distance. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Boston Celtics win that series. I think the matchup plays better in favor of the Golden State Warriors if the Miami Heat advance. So I don't know. Was that a tactic on on the part of, of Draymond Green possibly last night? You don't know. I don't know. Brian Hoke is going to join us. Let's talk some Yankees. Even though depleted lineup, right? Depleted lineup, depleted bullpen. But what are they getting? Pitching. Starting pitching is stepping up, obviously, in a big way. Uh, Tyone, of course, last night. Uh, Nasty Nestor the night before going the distance. Uh, listen, uh, Geico's eight innings. Uh, that's like, that's to me, in this day and age, that's a complete game. Not having to tap into the bullpen, which we know is already depleted because what's going on with Green as well as Chapman. And now you've got a Yankees team 2-0 and in, the, in a four-game series against the Rays. Obviously a team in their division in the American League East. And, uh, and so two really, really phenomenal, really impressive wins. And thanks to, uh, to some great starting pitching uh, for, uh, for, of course, the Yankees. So uh, we'll dive into some Yankees talk. The Mets in action as well as they took care of the Phillies. Again, another uh, in-division rivalry going on there in the National League East. So important games for the Mets to win against the Phillies because I do believe the Phillies are starting to wake up a little bit. Um, and, uh, and who knows? We know we're expecting. You got Jacob deGrom who's now at City Field throwing some pitches, which is nice. Next up up, uh, possibly, you know, we're hearing that uh, he could he could make his debut late June. But until that happens and Scherzer comes back, uh, any time, of course, the Mets going to win without their two aces in the rotation is huge, uh, let alone. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Um, against division rivals. So uh, we'll talk some Major League Baseball. And again, an extended show for you. Joe Wiz typically joins us in the 2 o'clock hour. Uh, he's going to join us at the top of the three with his picks and his plays heading into tonight. And of course, phone lines are open. 800-919-3776. Um, we've got a golf tournament that's taking place. Charles Schwab, uh, Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler, you might argue the best golfer this season. Why not? I mean, he's won four times on tour, the most wins on tour this season. He's at the top leaderboard at nine under, but Jordan Spieth is lurking. He's four shots back. He's five under. That's where my money is at today. By the way, you can wager heading into today that Jordan Spieth is going to win this bad boy at 12 to one. Probably my favorite bet is that he's going to finish in the top five at plus 180. It's probably my favorite bet. I would run to the window, not walk. I do like Jordan Spieth. Winds are going to be horrific this weekend. Uh, weather conditions are dry and hot. What does that mean? Greens are going to be really super slicky fast. And so uh, Spieth, a Texas guy, I think. And so is Scotty, now born and raised in New Jersey. I always like to say that. Uh, but Jordan Spieth, a Texas guy, um, I, I think he's going to make some noise. I wouldn't be surprised if Spieth uh, for sure finishes in the top five, let alone possibly wins this. And I think you can get that at some really added value right now at 12 to 1. Um 
we've got we've got some major league baseball players that are that are slapping one by the way guys are we calling like if you slap somebody are we calling that a will smith is that now called oh. hey did you will smith him oh my is that i don't know if is will that smith that's was, the thing now right i don't know if will smith was the first person ever to slap someone but he's certainly the most famous for sure and that's right that's a wild right. story i can't wait to get into that one because if you guys haven't heard this story yet you know, we think these athletes are in this other world that will never relate to them because they're so rich and famous and so good at sports. And then you hear a story like this one and you're like, wait a second, they're just like us. So I'm excited to dive into that a little bit later. It also uh, strikes me as odd that you are going to exhibit this level of passion and, and fervor um, without it having some type of financial ramification, like this, this just to me. Oh, it's sure. Like Are you kidding there me? There's a lot of money involved in, in this uh, fantasy league. Like there has to have been a lot Are, of money involved there, in this fantasy league. There, there has to. I mean, listen, and and I think I've shared this story before, right? Like, um, so I have been commissioned um, to oversee uh, fantasy football leagues for a percentage of the winnings with a number of hedge fund dudes in 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 New York where like it's a $25,000 buy-in and think about it, $25,000 buy-in, 12 teams, do the math. Uh, it's a pretty hefty payout. And if that team wins, like I, I get 10%, right? So think about that. These are like hedge fund dudes who of course make a lot of money, but like think about how much money these baseball players make. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a 50,000 or $100,000 buy-in. Yeah, if somebody's trying to skate the system on the IL, in regard to fantasy, I, I had the situation happen to me in in a, in my highest paying league this season, nowhere close to twenty five thousand dollars, or possibly fifty, or possibly a hundred thousand dollars, and I was irate. So now, am I am I out there slapping people? Am I am I pulling a Will Smith on somebody? No, I'm not. But again, if you're just tuning in and you're hearing this story, two baseball players, Major League Baseball, got into an altercation during BP yesterday. Um, and one slapped the other because of uh, a, a disagreement in regard to their fantasy football league. So talk about some harsh feelings. We'll get into that. Also, I, I want to dive into this today as well, and that's Colin Kaepernick tried out for, not try, tried out, what are we talking about? Worked out for the Las Vegas Raiders this week. I heard, I text a few people, I heard his workout was phenomenal. Now keep in mind, hasn't played in quite a few years. He's over, like, I want to say he's 34 years old, right? But I heard that his workout was unbelievable. We have a very small sample size, and, and again, quite a few years ago in regard to what we envision the type of quarterback Colin Kaepernick can be. But, you know, he's still, quote-unquote, blackballed from the NFL because takes a knee during the national anthem. Now, if Colin Kaepernick was to sign with the Raiders, um, he would be a backup to Derek Carr that has already been stipulated. But I, I, I took some time this morning and I ran around and I, I did a, a quick kind of view of, you know, the NFL and, and, and just taking into account the starting quarterbacks in and around the NFL and the ones that I'm not saying Colin Kaepernick is better than what I, I wrote down the list of quarterbacks that you can argue, one could argue and debate that Colin Kaepernick could be better than. And to my surprise, it was pretty lengthy. 
I want to get in that today, especially with what's going on with the San Francisco Giants and their manager not taking a knee, but not exiting the clubhouse while the national anthem is being played because of what happened in Texas in the school shooting. And he feels that um, he's not he's he's not proud of what's going on in our country because of not only the shootings, but, you know, gun violence, government not cracking down on it in regard to, uh, you know, limiting sales, a number of reasons why he is protesting in a different way, albeit, but protesting the anthem. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. What a great ticket that's going to be tonight if you're heading out to uh, the game. I'm a little jelly, not going to lie. Um, Disappointing game last night, but let's be honest. In this series, home ice means everything, doesn't it? Uh, By the way, I want to remind you, lock your New York Jets tickets with the all-new 7 game plan. You'll get the same great seats for uh, 7 of the biggest matchups of the season. How great is this? With plans starting at just $120 per game. That's a deal. You also get great savings on uh, on fees and parking to purchase. Make sure you visit nyjets.com slash 7game or call 800-469-5387. You know, there's some folks out there, by the way, who think the, the Jets are going to make it to the postseason, that they're going to make it into the playoffs. Um, quite a few uh, to my surprise, uh, you know how I feel about that schedule. NFL did them no favors starting the first four games against the AFC North and then really, really gauntlet of a schedule all the way up to the the, the bye week in week nine. But nonetheless, uh, not here to talk about Jets. I want to talk about the Rangers because big game six tonight at home. I like the Rangers, by the way. You get the Rangers on uh, on the money line at minus 115. Uh, we're going to hear uh, momentarily, just about uh, 10 minutes, Kristen Shelton is going to join us. Uh, she's been covering a, a variety of the series for ESPN, so I'm excited to get her on. But, you know, here's the thing with the Rangers, right? 3-0 and in elimination games, so they know they step up big time, right? We've seen them handle the big boys, especially on home. Uh, power play, they thrive more so than the Canes, who uh, their power play, 12% success rate during power plays. Uh, both goalies have been exceptional. Igor, which by the way, I was playing golf the other day with a friend. And I, I said, can you imagine being named? Like, could you imagine your name being Igor? I like number one at first, it's like, ooh. And then number two, my second reaction is, oh, you know what? It's pretty unique. I kind of, I, th- I think it's kind of cool. Would you guys, would you, would you guys, if your parents named you Igor, how would you feel about it? Yeah, I wouldn't be pleased. But, yeah, I mean, listen, listen. You wouldn't? No, but it's listen. Un- listen, it's unique. It's a unique you, name. Unique is not I'm always not gonna, good. I'm not like, it's kind of like. Not always great. Uh, un- unique, not like someone, <laughs> like you walk into, I don't know, the ESPYs, and someone's like, how do, you're like, how do I look? And someone's like, uh, you, unique. Doesn't necessarily uh, take it as a compliment, but I will say, if my name was Igor and I'm being talked about uh, amongst the, the top goaltenders in all of the sport in this given season, I'll then take that. Then who cares what your name yeah, is? Yeah, I'll take that. And the other thing is, too, <laughs> the other stadiums seem to really be enjoying his name because the opposite fans of the whatever team they're playing, whether it's Pittsburgh or now with Carolina, the, the opposing fans, whenever he gives up a goal, you hear Igor... Which is, of course, yeah. So I wonder if his name was like Johnny, would they be like Johnny? But regardless, Igor, when you play that well and you're it's that... It's unique. Yeah, you, who cares what your name is when you're that great? 
there you go um so we know what time it is uh for uh, for the rangers at home i do believe the rangers are going to win tonight i do see this series going to seven but again Kristen shilton is going to be joining us uh to break it down which i'm excited about why by the way last night if you watch the avalanche colorado they advance um huge save really more of a block by john manson um the blues were up 2-1 in the second period with about three minutes left they had all the momentum it seemed like, wow, man, the Blues going to tie this series up, possibly possibly send it into a Game 7, but no, Avalanche scored two, uh, two goals in the third period. So now you've got Avalanche going up against the Oilers, and their first game will be on Tuesday. We'll, we'll ask Kristen about that game as well. 800-919-3776. Uh, before we take a break, let's go to Antoine. He's calling in from Jersey. Antoine, welcome in. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, uh, Anita, I'm doing all right. I'm just... This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Saving myself from this rain and everything else, trying to enjoy the, what's left of this weekend because I had to go back to work tomorrow. And, of course, I'm working Memorial Day, but it is what it is. Um, I was listening. I was reading the paper. I was reading USA Today yesterday, and I read the comments mm-hmm. that the manager for San Francisco, San Francisco Giants said on um, his frustration of what happened in Uvalde, Texas. I mean, my condolences to the families who lost their loved ones out there. And I remember what Steve Kerr said, and I was just going through social media and everything else. What Chris Russo said, what um, on first take, what a lot of people said, what Emmanuel Acho, a lot of people said. And I remember watching Sports Center. I think it was like the day of the incident, day that day of the incident, and one of the um, one of the broadcasters. She literally was angry and broke down in tears, letting people know what's going on. This has been an issue that's been going on for a very long time in our country, and I feel like it's more than just about the Second Amendment. And I feel like what the manager is doing to bring attention to this is great. I just don't like the fact that I'm just afraid that he's going. To, it's going to be a double standard when Colin Kaepernick was taking the knee and all they were doing was trying to bring attention to why they were doing it. The manager of the Giants, I'm trying to remember his name, and I feel bad for not saying his name. He's doing it to bring issue to the issues with these shootings that are going on. And it doesn't matter. You're talking about Kaplan. You're talking that. about Gabe Kaplan. Say again? Thank you. Gabe Kaplan. Yes. Yep. yep. Yes. And it doesn't matter who that you're at. Dallas, Texas, Buffalo, New York, Pulse Nightclub in Orlando, uh, Trio Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. All these mass shootings have been going on. And it's not just about the gun control issue. It's about the issue that Colin Kaepernick has brought up that we've been not addressing for a long time. And that was and that's systemic racism. And if you want to add to it, it's also white, uh, white supremacy. And these issues have been going on for so long. And a lot of these shootings, I feel like, or as a result of these two things that our politicians have chosen to ignore for a very, very, very long time. And it's about, and if we want this to stop, it's going to take more than thoughts and prayers, and it's going to take more than just adding gun laws. We need a universal system when it comes to gun control. We do, as a country. And when you look at other countries that do it around the world, we forget. 
other countries treat it as a privilege. We see it as our fundamental right. So we have to take, I don't know, we need to take a different approach or we need to address the other issues that are also going on. Well, well and, Antoine, I, I do appreciate the phone call uh, and, and I, I, I do want to dive into this topic, but, you know, and, and I think it's, I think it's interesting what's going on here with with Kapler in in a time where now you've got Colin Kaepernick, who this week just worked out for the Raiders. Obviously, both protesting differently. We have Kaepernick taking a knee. Um, we've got Kapler refusing to exit his clubhouse um, in protesting. Regardless of, of how it's done, it's still protesting the national anthem. Um, and they, sh- in my opinion, they should be looked at equally the same. Uh, but for whatever reason, and we can dive into a number of reasons, they're not. Um, so I, I, I do want to, I do want to dive into that discussion. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. This is click, 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 or don't. Simply, here's the headline. Are you interested in clicking or not? All right, this is a fun way. We find out what's trending at 1.50 p.m. on the Saturday afternoon. A lot going on. It's a fun time in our wide, wide world of sport. And, of course, our two producers lead the way. Um, and that is, of course, Ty and Jake. Gentlemen, what is trending right now? All they do is win. All they do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah, I'm clicking it. Well, that would be your, our New York Yankees. Whoa. Once again, taking down the big, bad Tampa Bay Rays 2-0. They've won the first two games of this four-game series. Four o'clock is first pitch for game three of the set today with Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yankees. Jake actually brought my attention to what is a, a fascinating stat. Uh, Gary Cole actually has the highest ERA of the five qualified, you know, starting pitchers, uh, starting pitchers for the Yankees. Now you can look at that as a good thing or a bad thing, but um, the story the last couple of days has been Nestor Cortez because he pitched in the opening matchup of this four-game series, and he has just been fantastic. I came across this stat yesterday, uh, going back to last season, 18 consecutive starts, allowing three runs or fewer. That's good enough for second all-time in Yankees franchise history, only trailing Russ Ford, who did that 111 years ago. So the rotation has been great. The offense is clicking. Yes, they're battling the injury bug, and people want to say they haven't played anyone, but how about beating the race back-to-back game? I believe their record um, against teams above 500 is 12-6. and six. The Yankees just keep on doing it. They've got the best record in baseball, best run differential in baseball. It's time to stop hating. This is the best team right now. I'm not going to go out and say they're going to win a championship, but just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Because Easy for you to say. You're a Yankees fan, Ty. Down, but right now they are on top of the uh, on top of the universe. I will say this though. I know you're not going to like this. I do like the Rays today on the money line. Garrett Cole one in six with a four four six ERA against the Rays. Last time he faced them back in July of 2021, he gave up eight runs in 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 six. He just does not do well against this club. Not that Corey Kluber is doing any better. He's one and two with a four four two ERA. Um, first pitch, of course, today is uh, is at four ten p.m. 
But interesting. I'm interested to see how Garrett Cole is going to do today because uh, just typically history with this this Rays team, he doesn't do well. I don't know if it's um, you know playing indoors in that dome. I, I I I don't I don't know. But he just does not do well. He's one in six. Yeah, and I mean, if you are of the mindset that the Yankees, you know, them taking three or four in Tampa just feels a little. It feels a little wild considering, you know, this was supposed to be the, the, the Rays and the Blue Jays were supposed to give the, the Yankees a run for their money in this division. So them taking three out of four, you would feel is improbable. But with Garrett Cole going, I understand the numbers are what they are, but he's still, you know, your best pitcher, your highest paid pitcher. Um, so if you're a Yankee fan, you got to feel good about today. You should also feel good about uh, DJ LeMahieu's returning to the lineup because he had been sidelined with a wrist injury. So he's back at the top of the order, and he will play third base. The Yankees dealing with a ton of injuries but seem to be getting healthier. You know, Chad Green's out for the year. Uh, on the DL, uh, IL, I should say, Stanton and Chapman. Hicks is day-to-day with a hamstring issue. Donaldson's got a shoulder injury, but... Back comes LeMahieu, and hopefully this team can get as healthy as possible because they've been rolling. It's not like injuries have stopped them anyway, but they've been rolling. You want to see them at full force going into the dog days of the summer, if you will. All right, that means it's What my, else you guys All right, well, let's go. So we usually talk, you know, all sports. We've done a lot of sports today, whether it's baseball with the Yankees or the Mets or the NBA playoffs. We touched on the NFL. So I'm going to go a little rogue here, Anita, and my topic is for Click or Don't Click – Blood and honey. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. <laughs> I know, intriguing. Okay, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. It's like I'm intrigued. spaghetti yeah, and I'm meatballs, clicking. lamb and tuna fish. But anyway, I saw this on Twitter yesterday and I was like... Lamb. Okay, time out, time out. Spaghetti and meatballs go. You've never seen lamb Big Daddy? Tuna fish? Adam Sandler, Big Daddy? Come on. That's a classic. All right, whatever. We'll, we'll go on. I won't save you the embarrassment of the best line from Adam Sandler's movies. But there is a new movie on the market and it is called Blood and Honey. And Anita, this is actually terrifying. So they're creating a horror movie of Winnie the Pooh called Blood and Honey. And it's a horror retelling, I swear. And I saw the trailer and it is horrifying. If you guys haven't seen it yet, it's all over social media. The news broke yesterday. And of course, we're a Disney-owned company, but Disney actually let go of the rights to Winnie the Pooh earlier when uh, Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain in January of 2022. So a new company bought the rights, and they decided to make Winnie the Pooh, the classic childhood cartoon, into a slasher horror film. And if you haven't seen the images already, Anita, if you don't like scary movies, I would not. But it is horrifying. We talked about Igor having a bad name. Eeyore is in it, and he's terrifying. Piglet. Ugh. I know it sounds crazy, but if you haven't seen it on Twitter, which was all over social media yesterday, Winnie the Pooh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, the horror movie is in the works. What do you think, Anita? 
Are you going to be in the theater seeing it? I don't even know. Are you a big scary movie fan? I don't even know. I love scary movies. I don't, but I don't even know, like, Winnie the Pooh? So the the mask of the guy wearing the Winnie the Pooh mask, it's not obviously, you know, spot on with Winnie the Pooh. It's actually a horrifying mask. So, again, if you haven't seen pictures, I would go to Twitter, type in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and that horror film should, they said they don't have an exact official date, but since it is in post-production, they said it could be out as early as the end of 2022. So if you like scary movies and you also like uh, childhood cartoons, this might be the film for you. Love it. Okay. I'll, uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what it's about. <laughs> what else you guys got? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But um, from, <laughs> from one horror show to the next, Game 6 last night, horror show for the Boston Celtics. I mean, oh, no God. Tyler Hero. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Kyle Lowry fouls out. It was basically Jimmy Butler against the world. You had a chance to punch your ticket to the NBA Finals, and they blew it. And now you're staring at a Game 7 on the road in Miami against the number one seed. And I, I get everyone is going to... You know, convince themselves, not everyone, but a lot of people would convince themselves that Boston's still the better team. But it, it's hard to win a road game seven. And we saw that with the Bucks last series with, uh, when they played the Celtics on a game seven in a row. So now uh, the reverse is working in the direction for the Celtics and it, it's do or die tomorrow night. But it's it's a game 7 that this series desperately needed because the first 5 games were just atrocious with all the blowouts none of them were close last night you finally got a thriller thanks to Jimmy Butler with the performance of his life 47-9 and 8 in 45 minutes of basketball action and now tomorrow you get a game 7 so you'll get Jason Tatum versus Jimmy Butler for the Larry Bird trophy winner goes on to the NBA finals side note Udonis Haslam last night said thank you to Draymond Green because when when the Warriors played their clincher on Thursday night Draymond predicted it would be the Celtics in the finals. So he said, Judonis uh, said that that gave them a lot of motivation, not that they needed any extra level of motivation, uh, but that's definitely quote-unquote bulletin, bulletin board material. So I'm looking forward to seeing Game 7 tomorrow. Then the winner goes on to play the Warriors on next Thursday uh, in San Francisco at the Chase Center. Well, you know, I, I said this before. I'm curious to get your thoughts. Do you feel like, okay, so I, I think... I think the better matchup for the Golden State Warriors is the Miami Heat. 
Like, I, I think if Miami Heat advances, I think Golden State Warriors win the championship. If Boston advances, I think the series goes the distance, and I think there's a really good chance that Boston wins. Do you think that that was strategic for Draymond Green no. to say that on TNT? You no, don't. I I don't think the Warriors. Is it, am, am I thinking? Am I thinking yeah, too I think much? Looking, am I am I do, am I doing too too deep of a dive yeah. in this? Draymond Green was just being Draymond Green, and and he's a real guy. Like he is not going to hide how he feels. And now he's got his own podcast, and so that gives him a platform to really express himself the way that he wants to. And we, and we know that he's been on that involved in the TNT broadcast. So I think that was just him being real. And it, it, I don't think the Warriors fear any of those two teams. They should definitely be the favorites, I think, above both of them. Um, I, I might agree that the Celtics probably would present a, a tougher challenge just because the Heat, like, they're not healthy. Lowry's been battling a hamstring injury, got banged up again last night. Heroes missed, what, the last three games? We don't even know if he's going to play tomorrow. Jimmy Butler's got the knee injury. Uh, that he's battling through. So it's it's a war of attrition, and right now Miami's losing it, whereas the Warriors are as Now they just announced that Gary Payton Jr. is going to be uh, active next series, so they're they're the healthiest team of the three remaining. I, I would imagine that um, they, they're going to be the favorites going in, but I don't know if it was... I wouldn't say it was strategic what, what Draymond did. I, I think he was just speaking from the heart that he thought he picked the Celtics to win the series. Based on what he saw in Game Five, he thought they were going to close it out last night, and they still got an opportunity to advance if they win tomorrow. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Everybody knows me, knows I'm a, a fantasy football. All right, some call me a, a fantasy football femme fatale. How many leagues are you, Anita? How many leagues? I typically average twelve a year. Twelve a year. All righty, but. Uh, let, let me ask you, like, What's let's, I, I don't care. By the way, I, l- let's do this. I'm going to date myself. I don't normally do it every now and then I do. I don't care. Listen, I'm proud with the way I'm proud about the way I look at my age. But how old were you guys in 1988? Negative five. Yeah. Negative five as well. Those were the good old what do you days. Neg- we what were do you both mean born in ni- we were 1993. Jesus. Wait, is, we're babies. one way to interpret that? So, um, so you guys are both the same age. We are babies, yes. Now we grown. Men no, I, I interpreted uh, Ty. I int- I understood what you were saying. I had to marinate in it for a oh, minute because okay. it's just so. The first fantasy football league I played in was in 1988. So I that's were those how the long printer and fax days before oh that no that was the that was the as soon as on monday morning as soon as the usa delay usa today was delivered to my dorm i immediately grabbed it ran upstairs with a calculator and calculated my matchup so you and that's how you were getting you were getting lineup (laughs) updates via the uh pay phones because that like those are now extinct no there was no there was no updates you didn't know if you won your fantasy football matchup until monday morning when you got your usa today and in the back of the back of the sports page had all the statistics and so you had to calculate with a calculator wow that sounds pretty fun yeah yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, it it was like it was fun. I'll be honest with you, it was fun. Like, couldn't wait. Like, ran downstairs as soon as I woke up in the morning. Like, like, didn't even brush my tape, my my teeth. No bra. Ran down, 
Got the USA Today, ran back up to my dorm, sat like like first thing Monday morning, couldn't wait to do it. Like, yeah, it was fun. I'll be quite frank with you. It was fun. But nonetheless, um, that's when I started playing fantasy football. You guys weren't even born yet, and I was playing fantasy football. Needless to say, let's advance. So now what happened? Yesterday, there was an altercation. We'll call it an altercation because now um, fam... Uh, Tommy Pham is now. Did you say he's he suspended a game? He just suspended got suspended for three yeah. games. Three games. He got suspended three games. So apparently, and now is that there's not a video of that the slapping <gasps> happened happening. So Tommy Pham allegedly. Well, no, there's video, so there's no alleged. Um, slapped Peterson, and we're gonna play the clip of his, of of Peterson talking to the media, explaining what happened. But it's all because of a fantasy football league that a number of these major leagues... And, and let me just tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if 80% of major league baseball players play fantasy football, okay? So, um, and I, I don't even want to, like, I don't, I don't, need, I don't even want to assume what the, what the buy-in is, right? Like $25,000, dollars $100,000. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, these dudes are making like a gazillion dollars. So let's listen in. This is Peterson explaining why he got slapped. We were in a fantasy fantasy league together. Uh, I put somebody, a player, on the injured reserve when they were listed as out. And um, added another player. Uh, and then... Um, uh, there was a text message in the group saying that I was cheating uh, because I was stashing players on my bench and then uh, I don't know I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules how it says that when a player is ruled out you're allowed to put him on the IR and uh, that's all I was doing and then uh, it just so happened that he had a player uh, Jeff Wilson, who was out, and he had him on the IR, and I said, you literally have the same thing on your team, on your bench, and then I guess he was in two leagues, and in one of them, he was on the IR, and one of them, he wasn't, so maybe that was a confusion, but on the ESPN league we were in, it, it was listed as out, so it's like, it feels very similar to what I did, uh, and that was basically... All of it. There's not much more to it. Okay, so a few things. Somebody, again, who plays a lot of fantasy football, been playing since 1988, playing average in, 18, in, in, in 12 leagues a year. Here's the thing. The only time that you can place a player on injured reserve is if that player is designated as injured reserve, which means that that player is going to be out for anywhere between six to eight weeks. Done. If a player is inactive that week, for example, Saquon Barkley, right? Like, oh, he's going to be inactive this week because his knee. You can't place that player on IR just because he's inactive that week. The only time and the only way you should be able to place a player on IR is if he has been designated by the team on IR, which means he's going to be off the shelf for several weeks. Now, 
ESPN, and, and, and again, full disclosure, you're listening to 98.7 ESPN, full-time you know, ESPN fantasy player here. Majority of my leagues are hosted on ESPN. ESPN is partially to blame for this. You should not be able to place a player on IR unless that player has been designated by the team that that player is on IR. But, again, I play in 12 leagues, so some of them are on ESPN, some of them are on CBS, some of them are on uh, NFL. And I know with CBS, I had the same situation this year with a league that I play in that's hosted on CBS. And I had several guys in my league that were placing players on IR that weren't on legit IR from the teams. They were just inactive that week. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That is not the way that it operates. And so I understand FAM's frustration and anger, especially, again, we don't know all the facts here. Can we assume that there was a large amount of money at stake? Yeah, I think we can. But am I going to pull Will Smith on someone? Am I going to physically hurt somebody? <laughs> because, because they screwed up in regard to the IR designation. We've all been there. But am I going to like physically hurt somebody? No, I'm not. <laughs> wow. Ridiculous. So you guys said three game suspension? That's what's being reported? Yeah, three games. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But listen, we've all been there. I've been there several times. But I'll just say, like, ESPN is partially to blame as well. You should not, like, you should not be able, you should not be able to designate that player for IR if he's not designated for IR from the team. Just my two cents. But crazy happenings happening in Major League Baseball, that's for sure. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.